Ayo, what's happening? Ayo, you already know what time it is. Once again, your favorite hand, the Zulu's banana on the Norm Drive. For those of you, I like how I did that. <laughs> so, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I go by the name Wunafundam Bongwa, aka Nomi, the Norm. Don't forget the double R. Alright, and I am your host for the Norm Drive at the Zulu's Banana. The Zulu's Banana. Let's get that let's get that thing going. Let's get the thing going. I'm about to hashtag that. Hashtag the Zulu's Banana. Follow me on Instagram at the underscore norm N-O-R-R-M Double R. Twitter, same thing, and I'm Facebook, full name, Wunafundambongwa. Hey, I'm on Facebook, guys. I remember at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'll get Facebook. I actually finally got Facebook. All right, check me out on Facebook at Unofundombongwa. And um, let's jump into it. Oh, right, wait. Before I jump into it, today's Father's Day, right? Today's Father's Day, and I'd like to wish um, all the fathers out there a happy, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the responsible fathers, to the fathers that are there, to the fathers that raise their kids, to the fathers that step up to the pay, to the fathers that are more than just a sperm donor. Okay, I want to say big out to y'all. Talking about fathers. Right, today's episode, actually, I'll be talking about being raised by a man in South Africa. Yes, I know that's right. That move on. <laughs> that is right. I was raised by a black man in South Africa. My father raised me from the age of two years old. Yeah, from the age of two years old. Obviously, I was in and out of boarding school because as a man, there's some things that he couldn't do, which is understandable. But for what he could do, the most part that he did do, did an amazing job. I was raised by my father single-handedly with the help of his siblings, my aunts. Big up to my aunts, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all are queens, man. They, they queens. I was raised by a king, which is why I am like this. <laughs> which is why I am the person that I am today. I want to give you guys a little experience, the normal experience today. Yeah, I don't have a guest today. I would have loved for my father to do this episode with me. But he's a busy man, so he wasn't around. We didn't actually schedule a perfect time for us to record together. But I will, one day, you guys will hear from him. I actually spoke to him beforehand. Be like, oh, I'm going to talk about this, you know. And just to get a little, um, like, his side, how it felt for him. Raising a girl, single-handedly. And he shocked me when I asked him. I was like, Dad, how was it, like, raising me? How did it feel like just, like, raising you by yourself? And he, literally his answer was so chilled. He was just like, get fun. <laughs> Literally was like, to me, there was no difference, you know? And then this just showed me like what type of person he is. Wow, guys. Yeah. Truly blessed. So he was just like, get fun. Meaning it's the same. There is no difference to him. He was like, it doesn't make a difference to him being raised by a man eh, or a woman. He didn't see a difference. Anyways, um, the reason why I was raised by my father was solely because um, my mother was a young was a teenage mother and she had to go back to school and finish her studies and at the time my dad was a little bit older than her he was in varsity at the time she was still in high school so he had a lot like an upper hand um from her so obviously he took me from her because he was like on his feet already so she could continue studying and he raised me from grade three i think that's the age of 10 i was in boarding school burger primary school shout out to bps <laughs> i know that's right <laughs> and then from grade eight to matric i went to crystal high school um 
Shout out to Kedges. Yeah, that's in Joburg, the West Side, West Rand. But I lived in the North. <laughs> no, I lived in North Riding, Randbrook at the time. I was a weekly boarder when I actually started living with my dad in primary. I was living with my aunt um, because, excuse me, my dad was in Joburg and working in Joburg. So I had to live with my aunt. So I was a monthly boarder, meaning I was in boarding school for a full month. And I only got to go home once a month. But when I went home, I didn't really go to my dad. I went to my aunts. So my aunt raised me during that time. And whenever school, like during the holidays, then I'd go to Joburg to my father. And then we'd hang out. My dad would do all these cool things with us. Take us to the movies. Take us on vacation. Like, he was like a super dad. And then in grade 8, that's when I started living with my dad like full time. It was just me and him. And when I say me and him, it was me and him. And my stepmom for that first year of grade eight. And guys, when I tell you this man taught me how to iron my shirts. I only learned how to iron my shirts in grade eight because of boarding school. My primary boarding school did everything for us. Like they polished our shoes. Like I'd get back from school, we'd put our shoes outside the door and they would polish them. So when I came to grade eight, I was kinda clueless. Like I didn't know. Guys being as a loser, you know. So that's the that's kinda I'd say um the perks. Is it a perk? Is it a perk? Is it pe- peaks and perks? A peak and a perk is the same thing, right? <laughs> um, give me a word. Give me another word. It's it's um disadvantage of being in boarding school. Your child, your kids are kind of spoon fed and spoiled in a way because I really didn't do shit. I'm nothing. All I had to do was do my bed in my cupboard. So when I got to high school, I didn't know shit. And like I remember, I didn't know how to iron, and my dad was showing me how to iron. You know, for the first six months, he literally did my laundry. I mean, we had a helper, but she wasn't there on weekends. And I got home every weekend because in high school, I was a weekly boarder. And he was showing me, like, oh, this is how you iron your collar. You do this. And he was showing me, he told me how to use a washing machine, how to wash my socks, you know. And I remember he told me how to do my bed. There were struggles here and there, like being raised by a man, I remember... Our struggle with my father first was communication. Just because I'm a female and he's a guy. My dad hardly shows emotion. So um, it was it was rough for him having to express emotions because I'm a very emotional person. And I think for him, he had to teach me how to be emotionless at a very young age. Yeah. Um, and I, I just discovered that lately that I'm not a very expressive person. I guess that's how he raised me. So I would say that's another disadvantage. If you're raising a daughter and you're a man, you would want your kids to be expressive, I think, especially for females. For a very long time, I had to be emotionless um, just because that's how I was raised. I couldn't really couldn't really be like, I, couldn't, I didn't get the time to cry. My, my dad is like, you cry now. You get like five minutes to cry, and then you are so as torture because you know what I mean. And sometimes as a female, you wonder, like, oh my god, I'm going through some shit, you know, type of thing. Of which he was there, I kind of forced him to be there because he like you have to be there, you know. Um, so yeah, that was one of our struggles just um, with him. But there weren't many struggles I could say. Also, yeah, it was communication. I remember he didn't know how to punish me. I was a really naughty teenager i was stubborn as fuck i i do young is a guy's yo i do young for vying to blue is a yes yeah yay i do so and my father raising a daughter he never hit me i was never hit 
he couldn't he doesn't shout my dad doesn't shout he speaks so my dad couldn't shout at me he couldn't hit me because i think it's, it's a thing of how far do you go when you discipline a daughter your first daughter you know and um there was i'm just gonna talk about our struggles for now before i get onto our peaks which were like probably 80 percent yeah there was <laughs> there was our struggles being raised by him and sometimes i remember i would give him suggestions of how to punish me i remember i got really into big trouble in high school yeah guys and my dad didn't know how to punish me at the time he was just like dude he literally came up to me and was like no fundo i don't know what to do with you tell me what to do and i was just like ah take my phone for a week and he took my phone for a week and then he gave it back up the week that's how clueless he was so and he got to show because he was telling me, he's like, listen, there's no, there is no, um, king, there's no book, there's no guideline. This is what you must do, this is what you can't do. And I remember he kept a diary and he wanted to publish, like, how to raise me, um, between grade eight and nine because I was really troublesome. I think also it was just my mommy issues at the time, you know, because, um, I do have a mother, she's around, but she didn't raise me. So I think I had I had mommy issues at the time. Yeah, and yeah, those were our struggles. Oh yeah, guys, in my first period, my first period, I got my period late. I was like a late bloomer in that sense. I got my period um when I was in grade nine. I think I was sixteen years old. I had just turned sixteen. No, I had just turned fifteen. Around fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, they I got it there. I think it was late for me because all my friends were on their periods, even my younger cousins were on my periods and I was like, wait, wait. And then when it finally came I was so excited, I was like I literally got home from school and I was like, Papa, I'm on my period. And I remember he was just like, he froze. He was just like, really? Oh my God. Okay, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know. But, you know, my friends told me how to use a pad because I was in boarding school. And now that I look back, I'm like, I was so comfortable with talking to my father about it because he made it so comfortable for me to come forth and talk to him about anything. Like, I talked to my dad about everything about school, about, like, everything. So I remember I was like, I'm on my period. And I was like, really? And like, how do you feel? Literally, I remember asking me, like, how does it feel? So yeah, cool like, and stuff. And I was just like, it's exciting. I've been waiting. It, like, that was the conversation that we had. And I remember the next morning, I woke up. Because on Saturdays, my dad would leave and like go see his friends. And I'd be like, home alone. Or I'll be my stepmom. But I liked that time to myself. Because in boarding school, I was always with people. And I loved that time to myself. And I think he knew that. So he'd always leave. If he doesn't take me with him, like, to, we'd always go eat out my dad is like introduced me to seafood we'd always go i love seafood i remember we'd always go to shaka's kraal like on saturdays would be i think because on sundays i'd go back to raise we'd go and um we'd have like seafood we'd have sushi you know yeah he introduced me to the good life i ain't gonna lie my dad my dad introduced me to wine my dad introduced me to something so before any nigga could come up and be like hey i'm like i already know what that is nigga <laughs> so yeah if you're a father and you want your child to just experience um i mean just your child to not depend on a man for like nice life and stuff like that i remember my dad got me my first brazilian he got me my first hey my first my first bag you know my first he took me out on my first date literally so yeah big up to him anyways uh i was saying the next day when i woke up from my first period i mean after i told him that i've been on my period i woke up guys there was a box i don't know the size of a box was like a good like a big box man a box filled with pads 
and different types of pads, night pads, day pads. That was chocolates. Um, there was a teddy bear and a card that said, welcome to womanhood. So I'm giving you an idea of like what type of a man raised me. And I was like, this is so cute. I remember I didn't have to buy pads for like a year. And then after that, he took me underwear shopping. He took me like underwear and bra shopping. Um, and then I remember when I was just, I was picking bras because they were cute at the time. Remember, I'm like 15, 16 and I'm excited, you know. And then I'm allowed now because he didn't allow me to buy like cute bras. But when I got my period, I was like, oh, you can start buying like these cute bras. And I remember we got to the shop and I was just taking cute polka dot bras, cute polka dot underwear. And they didn't match. And when we were about to pay, he was like, no fundo. Aren't you supposed to match? And I was like, I don't know. And I remember for a few seconds, we both looked at each other, um, looked at each other on some nobody knows but like you know and then i remember the lady at the the teller at the i think it was edgar's it was edgar's she was like yeah let me go help you um because my dad was like nah, i don't know and i was like should i start matching you know and then he was like yeah i think you should start matching like i'm girl supposed to match like he didn't know and then um and then it just helped me and i picked i had to take matching underwear and a bra and it's the first time i was like oh as a female, you must match your underwear because I didn't know, you know. Yeah, that was that was one of our biggest like. That was one thing I'll never forget. You see, that's the type of guy that raised me, you know. And then um, my first um, guy experience, you guys. My dad was very traditional. He didn't allow me to have um, like a phone, like a proper phone, until I turned fifteen. No, till I turned 16, I wasn't allowed to have mixed it. Like, my dad was cool and everything, but when it comes to boys, he was just like, that's a no-go. That's a no-go area. That's like a gray area. There's something we're still working on even today. Today. So I remember my first boy encounter. He was so mad. He called my grannies and everybody and was just like, oh, she wants to be a girlfriend now. She wants to be a wife. Not in my house. He was going all back on me and stuff. And I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> I remember my granny had to call him. I repeat to my granny. Um, one of my granny had to be like calling him, calling him to come down and be like, listen, she's a teenager. These things happen. Um, yeah, so boys are like a big thing. I don't know if that's like with black fathers or just how they were raised. Because my father, he's the coolest guy, right? But he's very traditional. When it comes to um traditions, I think you'd rather have it the most traditional way. Like, I haven't even introduced one single guy to my father. And I'm 27 years old today. <laughs> so, fact, thing, check. And... I think as I as I get older it might change. And another experience I remember my dad teaching me how to ride a bike. Right. My dad is the type of guy who be like, if you want something, you go for it. I remember he put me on the bike and he just pushed me and I fell and I got an and it was semakaya and I fell into the fence and got a thing when oh and it was just like come back, do it again. He was rough with a lot of things because obviously he's a man. You know what I mean? A lot of things, a lot of my upbringing were like rough. I had to be a thug a lot of the time. Yeah, I had to be a thug most of the time. I was a thug. Yeah, I was, I was a fucking thug. <laughs> yeah, I had to be a thug with a lot of things. And he taught me how to be clean. He's very clean. And he taught me that a lot of things you don't have to do for yourself. If you've got money, you've got money. Because I remember um, there's a school project that I wanted him to do, help me with, and we couldn't do it. So we literally had to pay somebody to like build me. I think we we're building a car. 
And then that day, I remember he told me, like, sometimes if you can't do things for yourself, you must just find somebody who can, and then you just pay them, you know? So I'm shopping Melbourne, sometimes. It's not sometimes, actually. It's Katasnik Melbourne. Raised by him, taught me how to be strong, how to be independent, how to think on your feet, how to be a female man. <laughs> a female man. Most of the times I would realize I would act like a man. And I saw that in a lot of my relationships, I'd always take the lead. I remember one of my ex-boyfriends, I actually was the one who asked him out. Do you know who you are? <laughs> I went. I saw him. I'm like, he's cute. I like him. And I asked him out and we dated. It was one of the cutest relationships. And when I felt like I was finished with him, I left him. <laughs> That's also wrong. But, you know, and he told me how to always go after what you want. And he told me that... Everything that you want in life, you must work for. I never got anything for free, guys. I had to pass. I was a smart kid. Whenever I got an A, I remember I'd get like a new phone. If I got this, I got this. I never got anything for free, even though to some people it may look like I was spoiled. I wasn't really spoiled. I was spoiled according to my marks, if that makes sense. Funny and lucky for me, I almost said funny enough. Luckily for me, I was very smart. I was always like, not an A student, I was a... No, I was an A student. Except I downplayed it for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, so from him, I've learned to be aggressive. I can be very aggressive. I've learned to be emotionless sometimes, which is not really a good thing, but it can have its peaks. It, it depends on how you use it. I've learned to stand up for myself. I speak my mind. I cannot hold in things for his day. You'll know how I feel about you. I've learned to be true to myself. I've learned to be strong and um. My first male figure was a guy, guys. For me, I think maybe sometimes it's so hard for me to be in a relationship. Or that's why if um, people that do know me and are listening, I hardly... Or if you don't know me, I hardly date. I hardly date. I am not a serial dater because I'm so picky with the men that I date. But then, um, lately, I don't know what's been happening. But anyways, <laughs> that's a story for another day. Um, I'm very picky with the people that date because my first male figure was a guy with money. You know what I mean? Was a guy who knew himself. Was a guy who knew what he wanted. Was a guy who had um, like his life together. And so I always look for that in a guy. And when I don't find it, I leave. You know? It's one of the reasons why you guys, I've only had like four boyfriends my whole existence, my whole entire existence. And yeah, because I've had such a strong, like a dominant figure. And also one of my biggest challenge challenges with um having a father like mine is having to ask for email from like my partners or my significant others. Because I've never had to I've never needed to ask for money. Like whenever I needed something I'd always have my father. My father stopped giving me money at the age of twenty something late 20s <laughs> and i was working at the time and he only then he stopped like supporting me financially and i think because for a long time it was just me and him and at that time um my little sister was born she's four years old and i'm 27 so you can see only then and literally my dad was like i'm happy with just having you as my child he was done and then my sister came the biggest blessing so i'm excited for her to start this journey with this incredible incredible man and you know, if you're a father out there and you're raising a daughter, um, I like to say that um, be a little more emotional. 
if I can say, I know niggas are raised to like bottle it up and be a man and not show emotion, but it's okay to show emotions to your daughter. Teach your daughter um, how to be themselves, how to be open. Allow your daughters to come forward with anything. Don't be like a boring father and like freak out your kids because I know there's fathers out there where um, people can't even talk to them about anything so just be an open book be fun if your daughter wants to drink and you can see um, like my dad would be like um, i'm gonna get you a bottle of this this is whiskey this is gin this is vodka if you drink this you dash it like this you know this is the type of relationship i have with my father like this is wine you hold a glass like this you pour it like this this is how you take a shot um you want to smoke weed i wouldn't suggest it but let's go let's have a blunt type of relationship i've had with this man and it's been amazing, man. More than anything, it I am who I am because of him. Worst thing, and <laughs> I take after him. I take after him with a lot of things, and I can't wait to see what we do next, where we go next. I feel like I've been blessed beyond my major. Some um beyond my major. Sometimes I do. I won't. I won't lie. When I was growing up, when I was a teenager, I did miss that mommy thing. That um. You know, having a female to talk to, um, just with specific things like your mom doing your hair. I never got that experience. I never, my aunts were there, obviously my aunts would do that. But you know, someone to hug, someone to kiss when you come back from school. I never got that. I used to kiss my dad till grade 9, like on the lips. And then when I started kissing boys, I just felt like it was weird <laughs> at the time. But, you know, just to have that experience of like, mom, you know, when you come back from school and to be picked up by your mom. Because everybody at my school, I remember, would get picked up by their moms. So it's only um child, it's only child or teenage, um, teenager battles that you have with like when you compare yourself as a teen, when you don't know well enough or you don't know enough to know that your father is enough you crave that mother's love, that attention. That's the only thing. But otherwise, it's a, it's fun. It's fun. You learn how to thug it out real fast. You learn what you want real fast. You learn how to like be grown real fast. So it's been an amazing journey. And I'm going to give him an interview um, next week. I just confirmed with them. If not next week, but there's going to be an interview where you guys get to hear like his insight on like how it is raising a daughter by himself as a black man in South Africa. And I want us to normalize the fact that there are men out there who are raising their daughters by themselves. And let's normalize like not making it taboo. Like it's not like, you know, because every time I tell people I was raised by my, by my father, people are just shook. Like it's not a shocking thing. Fathers do it. They are trained. It's not just my dad. I know there's a lot of guys who are doing it by themselves. Um, you know, so let's normalize. Sorry, so let's normalize having fathers who are raising their daughters, especially daughters who are raising queens, kings who are raising queens. Let's normalize that. And until next week, Sunday, guys. Have a good one. Be safe. Don't forget to sanitize. Wear your mask. Stay indoors. Have fun, live your life. I love you, we out.